0: Hi, and welcome to the Own Your Crypto podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Olson, head of growth at Xverse, the most advanced web 3 Bitcoin wallet where we believe in connecting the world to a more accessible decentralized economy. If you're curious about the latest and greatest tech building on Bitcoin, you're in the right place. Each episode, we invite experts to share exciting updates about what they're working on in the ecosystem so we can share the knowledge and tools for you to own your crypto. Through casual conversations, we cover topics like blockchain technology, DeFi, financial literacy, and how to use Web3 on Bitcoin in practical ways. If you'd like to tune in live, ask questions, or join the conversation, be sure to follow Xverse on Twitter at Xverse app. Welcome everyone to the Own Your Crypto show. I'm Elizabeth Olsen, head of growth at Xverse, where we're building the most advanced Bitcoin wallet for Web3. And today our conversation is focused on Bitcoin NFTs, which have now become a huge trend in the Web3 ecosystem thanks to the recent Ordinals protocol, which allows anyone to inscribe data on satoshis, which are the smallest denomination or units of Bitcoin, like a cent is to a dollar. And this inscription can be anything from unique images, music, videos, text, and more, directly on the Bitcoin base layer. So now these satoshis have become unique non-fungible tokens. So we have Bitcoin NFTs in a totally new form, The project launched last month, and we've already surpassed 100,000 ordinal inscriptions, which is super exciting. And today, we'll be discussing these involvements around the Bitcoin ordinals ecosystem, particularly honing in on recent wallet support with Xverse, which we launched just yesterday. And we have an excellent panel of guests joining us. I see we have Jamil here from Gamma, Jan, and Ken from our own team I believe some others are joining us very soon. Let's go ahead and kick it off. I'll let you all go around and quickly introduce yourselves before we hop into the discussion.
1: Sure. Yeah, everyone. I'm Ken. I'm the founder of Xverse. And I've been building in the Bitcoin space for over five years now. And I've worked on many things, including developer tools, wallets, and things like that. And with Xverse, we are looking to build the most advanced Bitcoin wallet, and also bring user-friendly interfaces for the Bitcoin ecosystem in general. So we've just recently launched the support for WaterNote's NFT in the wallet, and it is the easiest way right now for you to inscribe an Waternose and store it in a fully self-custody wallet. So if you haven't already, go to the Chrome Web Store and download Xverse Chrome extension. And you'll be able to inscribe your first Bitcoin Ordinals in less than three minutes.
2: That's awesome. I will go next. So my name is Jan and I'm actually working with Ken and Elizabeth and the rest of the team on a growing Xverse and onboard as many people as we can. Not only to Ordinals, but basically help people to get most out of their Bitcoin and super excited for what's happening right now in the space. Obviously, we're only two weeks in. So everything is still evolving. And even when it comes to x we're working super hard to improve the experience, launch new features. And I think Ken can comment on that later, but we're also soon releasing updated mobile version of our app. And we just want to make sure that the experience is just top-notch in the industry and super excited to talk about Ordinals and your experience. And of course, guys, if you have any questions, happy to answer anything.
3: Hey, everyone. I'm Jamil, the founder of Gamma.io. We recently launched the inscription service, which experts made 10 times easier for people to get their stuff directly inscribed on Bitcoin. So thanks for inviting me on.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful to have you. And thanks, everyone here in the audience for, for being here today. Wherever you are around the world, really fantastic to see so many people tuning in. And so, yeah, let's go ahead and kick off with some open questions here. I think it's best perhaps we set the stage to talk about the origin story of bitcoin nfts what were some of the first bitcoin nfts and how do ordinals differentiate from them and why is this such a game changer i
1: gonna be start this off so not too many people know but uh, nfts actually started on bitcoin and it took a path from bitcoin to then ethereum and now it's back to bitcoin so the first kind of nfts on bitcoin were called colored coins And it's actually quite similar to uh, how the ordinals are being tracked. So, essentially, a set of rules for identifying Satoshis on the blockchain. And you're able to track each Satoshi going from one address to the next. And these were very early. And I don't think the concept of nfts was even invented or known back at the time but this i don't think really caught on might have been due to pushback from some of the bitcoiners og bitcoiners because one of the things the ethos of bitcoin essentially is that you have a lot of privacy and you want the coins to be completely fungible and if you're tracking these then they stop being fungible and that kind of goes against what these bitcoiners in i think 20 13 14 or 4. And then Ethereum came about and made it so much easier to mint NFTs, transfer them, and with smart contracts you can have very robust marketplaces to trade these NFTs. And that's when NFTs really took off. At the same time, Stacks, which is like a layer 2 to Bitcoin, was also working on NFTs that are anchored to Bitcoin. And I think it wasn't until Waternose came about that NFTs on Bitcoin really took off. So now we're seeing a lot of attention being brought to these Waternose NFTs.
2: It's actually interesting because I've known about Bitcoin for a very long time, but never really focused on anything else than just holding Bitcoin before. And then started focusing on NFTs because of ETH and because of all of these other projects that were basically coming to the market. And basically, even at this point, NFTs on Ethereum are just much more flexible. You can do just so much more. And that's also like to that point that we're just so early into this Bitcoin ordinance thing and the tooling is still being built. And obviously, like we have experts are working super hard to make it super simple or at least much simpler. And so it's actually pretty interesting that uh, NFTs, the concept of NFTs that me personally know from ETH now is coming to Bitcoin and is actually onboarding a lot of people from the Ethereum ecosystem into Bitcoin, learning more about Bitcoin. Me personally, I also look into like, how can I run my own node, et cetera. So I think this is really interesting development that happened so quickly. And we're really part of this making history, I would say. So it's really exciting times.
0: I love that this is almost like a homecoming event of sorts for a lot of Bitcoiners who may have not been aware of the roots of NFTs started on Bitcoin. Jamil, would be interested to hear from you as well. Like, How do you think Ordinal Theory is changing the narrative and culture around Bitcoin?
3: Yeah, I think it's like a step function to be able to consider Bitcoin as either fungible if you want to. you can still send Bitcoin just as you normally would. You can still use Bitcoin just as you normally would. In fact, if you don't care about inscriptions you could just use a normal wallet. And if someone sends you an expensive inscription, you can just treat it as fungible Bitcoin. One sat equals one sat. But I think the fact that you've opened the door up to treating Bitcoin as non-fungible and using these inscriptions opens up a whole other door of culture, of collection of digital artifacts that we just haven't seen before. So you're able to do basically a completely different space of things. I think that jump between fungible to non-fungible is the difference between being able to represent ownership of basically money to everything, including money. And I think the possibilities of that are endless.
0: Definitely. And I see we have Trevor, who's just joined the space as well. Trevor would love to have you come up on stage if you're able to send out a request to us. I know you've been hosting so many spaces. I'd be curious to know how many spaces at this point you've hosted around or an onboarding Thousands of people educating so many people about this this new theory and Jan, I know you've been on with him as well. Would be interested to hear from you both regarding this uh, this movement and how this has affected this homecoming of people coming back to for NFTs.
2: Yeah, I think before Trevor can join us, I actually just want to add to the Jamil's point. Something that really resonates with me listening to all of these spaces and obviously a lot of different arguments and some people love it and some people hate it. We have Bitcoin maxis that are maybe trying to say, hey, this is not really the right way to use Bitcoin. But the thing that resonates with me based on what Jamil said, that basically now you have much more than just the Bitcoin coins in a sense. It's really like the scarcity aspect of it. And the fact that we can probably all agree on the fact that Bitcoin blockchain has been around for the longest is the most decentralized one. And now with Ordinals, you can basically store information on that chain directly and it will be there forever unless, you know, something like Armageddon happens to all of us. So I really think that this is super powerful.
0: Ken, perhaps we can take a dive into what's been developing over at Xverse. Our engineering team has been absolutely heads down building with Tunnel Vision these past days as we couldn't wait to bring this support for the entire ecosystem. We made the decision just last week to take on this mammoth project. And congrats, congrats, the engineering team who were able to launch this just yesterday. So why did you feel this feature was so critical for our users? And what kinds of technical issues is experts solving for the Ordinal's inscription process?
1: Yeah, so I can tell you a quick story. It was actually just last week. It feels like it's been such a long time. Yan came to Hong Kong and we were sitting down at a Starbucks and we were interested in the water Notes and Jan wanted to inscribe something and he brought his brand new empty MacBook and we sat down and then tried to do it. So the first thing you have to do is you have to download a coin node and get that up and running. So we Googled around and downloaded the software and then we realized, oh no, the Bitcoin blockchain is almost 500 gigabytes, and he only has 480 gigabytes of storage on his computer. So that's a no-go. Okay, then what else do you have to do? You have to get a wallet, right? And the recommended wallet was Sparrow. So it went and downloaded Sparrow and tried to set that up. And the user experience there is just, I can't find really find the words to describe it, but it feels like a lot of times the Bitcoin community is just developers building things for developers. There isn't really any thought put into people who are maybe not developers, but also want to play around with Bitcoin, art, NFTs. So that really got me thinking because for Xverse, we're already a Bitcoin wallet, and it's not too difficult for us to implement the things that we need to support ordinals. So after that day, I sat down with the engineering team, figured out what we need to do, and uh, made a plan to get this implemented. I was actually, I had my weekend trip planned. I was going to Taiwan for the weekend. So I decided to cancel that, although I did fly there still. And because we paid for everything already. So I sat in the hotel for the entire weekend and basically wrote code with the engineering team and got this feature implemented in just under four days. And it was super exciting, a new feature for us. And after we launched it, we got so much attention. We're all really happy about it.
2: Yeah, and just to add to that, I think two points. I think all props to Sparrow Wallet. Obviously, they have also onboarded a lot of people into Ordinals and they already helped a lot of Bitcoiners. But yeah, if you're new to Bitcoin, especially if you're coming from Ethereum, for instance, and you haven't really looked into this much beyond maybe just buying some Bitcoin on exchange and holding it, if you don't have that technical knowledge and understanding, you're probably going to spend maybe one or two hours to figure it out because you have to Google, you need to understand the difference between the SegWit, the Taproot, and this, and you need to set up two different addresses in the Sparrow wallet and all of these kinds of things. And I will tell you, I am not super technical guy, but I think I have some understanding and I really needed Ken's help to like really get it set up. And I forget yeah, that experience is definitely not great, even though everybody is using this wallet right now to basically inscribe or to store their ordinance, etc. And we're not even talking about sending ordinals because that's a whole new level that we're still working on. But, uh, but yeah, so basically that was really that light bulb moment that like, hey, we need to do something about it because... Obviously, if we can improve UX and UI, then uh, we can help a lot of people that are learning about these ordinarials for the first time and they just want to get in, but they don't have that time or they don't have that knowledge to, to figure it out on their own. So that's just one point. And yeah, the second point to the fact that uh, Ken and the engineering team, they put it together so quickly. You know, I remember when I met Ken Afterward, I was basically texting him like 30 messages and I was telling him like, hey, Ken, we have to go after this. We have to do this. We have to do this. And I was like feeling at some point that probably Ken is going to fire me because he thinks I'm too annoying. So it was actually pretty funny.
0: <laughs> I didn't even hear the whole Starbucks part of it. This is fantastic. Also, I wanted to touch on some of the real tangible issues that we're solving here with Xverse. I think it's really fantastic that between Gamma and Xverse together, before it took people several days to inscribe. But now with these new developments, I've just asked a tweet to be pinned up from Leonidas. but this user was able to inscribe between Gamma and experts within 38 seconds. And he actually shows us a video of this, which is now pinned up. So it's really incredible to see how swiftly the infrastructure is being built around this technology. And also, this is the first time people can view their ordinal images and text in a real functional Bitcoin wallet. So before there's the Ordinals Explorers, UTXOs, but this is such a nice way to be able to view art in a way that it is optimized for that. Another stat that came up this week was that Bitcoin hit a record 44 million non-zero balance addresses, according to Glassnode. So it's hard to argue with the mass adoption that is coming to Bitcoin during a bear market. We see that already from the excitement in crypto Twitter from Bitcoiners and, and the ETH community and beyond. Would love to hear from our other guests. Jamil, what's exciting you during this time? And also Umbrella also come up to stage. Welcome.
4: I guess for me it's probably experts are doing exactly what we need. I've got to applaud you in terms of what we're doing is we're, onboarding with our tooling a lot of kind of ethereum nft people and bringing nft collections over from ethereum and they're obviously used to the kind of east tooling and How the UI UX has really developed significantly over the years on Ethereum. And when they were all setting up wallets, obviously, initially, there was no other option but Sparrow. And they were like, I managed to put a guide together that kind of helped them. But even then, a lot of them were like, this is too complicated it's very hard to do and some were quite technical guys and they still struggled a bit with it there was configuring non-time enable of addresses and i think in terms of what Xverse is doing a lot of them are now saying i'm just going to set up my Xverse wallet even though I'm not able to send at the moment. If I really need to send, I can always import the seed into like a sparrow wallet if I urgently need to send it. So I think browser extension, and I guess you're probably going to work on this in the future, an app that works on phones and tablets, because a lot of NFT people, especially from Ethan Solana side, a lot of their trading, minting, etc. on tablets and mobile as well. That's interesting. Maybe Kenny can speak to that because we have definitely a lot of updates
2: upcoming in the next couple of days, actually, because we understand that there's a lot of demand and we rush to launch the first version to make sure that experience from Sparrow Wallet is 10x better with what we can now offer with X-verse, But we want to make it even better. We want to do another 10x improvement in terms of the experience and stuff. So maybe Ken can talk a little bit about what we have planned for the next week or so.
1: Yeah, so we're looking to work on several things. So first, we want to improve the experience of inscribing even more. Right now, you still have to copy and paste some addresses and send Bitcoin to the inscribing service. We want to release essentially a developer kit that allows applications to connect with Xverse Wallet through the browser and request things like transaction signing addresses, so that you don't even have to copy and paste addresses, and you'll get the correct Ordinals address every single time. And I think that will remove even more of the barriers to making inscriptions. And also, Xverse is on mobile, and we are going to release the same features on mobile as well. So you'll be able to inscribe on the go, basically, even easier. And uh, we have a few more things that we're also working on, but we'll make those announcements shortly in the future.
0: Boom. So much alpha being dropped in this space. It's amazing. I think, yeah, this is something that we're all looking forward to seeing as the infrastructure continues to be developed around ordinals, the ability to be able to transfer them, the marketplaces being built up. We're, really, we're all really looking forward to this entire full circle ordinals economy. Also want to give a big shout out to all the artists and NFT projects inscribing collections, including Satoshi Bulls, Crashpunks. We recently made an announcement for a collaboration with MegaPunks. There's also Parrots and many, many others out there who have just really been hustling to get their art and their projects inscribed. And special shout out also to Bit who I learned yesterday is collaborating with NASA to send Bitcoin Ordinals to the moon in june so they are literally sending bitcoin to the moon with 222 artists on a nickel disc so would love to hear what other interesting uh, communities have you all as speakers have seen come to ordinals or transfer over from other chains
2: i can chime in on this i think to me the most notable or something that i'm super super excited for is we have seen d frank from d Basically, they inscribed, I think, 535 d gods, like new designs that were actually never released on Solana. And they inscribed them onto Bitcoin to basically make sure that they live forever, right? And that's certainly exciting, because I actually see this as something that is going to be a major trend down the road. Of course, again, like that goes to the point that we're still so early, we have seen so many people rushing in and inscribing anything they can just to be among the first 10k and 100k and so we see a lot of these knockoff collections and obviously we're gonna see where this goes because i can imagine that down the line these like original collections the ip let's say owners or holders will want to do something about this right maybe they necessarily cannot do a lot there's definitely gonna be a lot of conversation about this but really seeing these collections and founders of these collections taking it seriously and exploring how they can use ordinals to preserve their art or maybe offer something extra to their holders on another chain. I think this is super exciting. and I think we're going to see a lot more of that.
5: What I'm most excited about is things that have never been done before and that are, I think, informed by the history and culture of Bitcoin. I'm really looking for not just art, but like new tools, new ways you could use these inscriptions to like shall we say, disrupt financial oligarchs, disrupt censorship. I think thinking of it only as art, I think we'll miss out a lot. And I think in terms of Bitcoin NFTs, I'm interested to see how they can be actual tools like utility NFTs to disrupt this financial system that we're trying to build around. And that, to me, really goes back to the genesis of NFTs, which is Hal Finney, right, which predates Bitcoin, and his idea of these cryptographic trading cards. So that's what I'm most excited to see is things that are informed by Bitcoin, but also accomplish the original cypherpunk goals of Bitcoin. Of course, beautiful art that reflects that. I'd love to see, but I think there's new ways that we can think about this. And like, I'm friends with the samurai wallet guys like for a long time. And it's people like that I would love to see get into NFTs because to date, like the more serious column like cypherpunks and those around it have seen NFTs as a joke and they have been generally like the monkeys and stuff like none of my friends were into that sort of thing. So I would love to see those like privacy advocates, those type of people really try to take it seriously and see this as like a positive development and not just a silly toy or get rich scheme, but really a new type of utility for Bitcoin.
4: The Samurai Wallet guys, I do know them from some of the tooling I previously used. They were not interested in ordinal support when I questioned them on it at the moment. Of and, course, yeah, <laughs> they, they. I know they are more of a maxi crowd. But uh, going on to that point, and iterating what Ken was saying in terms of bringing that dev tooling, that's speaking my language, and we're gonna see. I guess let's call it triple A developers coming and building on Bitcoin, and not just building dev tools for developers, <coughs> but building dev tools. That is going to bring mass adoption because everyone can understand how art works and kind of art on the blockchain. That's where you get billions of users, whether it's art or whether it's gaming. You'd start doing gaming using Bitcoin ordinals, whether it's a play to earn, what we've seen on other blockchains. Now we can start building that directly on top of Bitcoin. So I think we're going to see an evolution of Bitcoin just past kind of money. And I was hearing it on other space and communicating with other people. Is, you know, the problem is, I guess money is a small narrative globally in terms of what people are interested in whereas everyone understands art and music and is interested in that generically so i think we're going to bring a lot more users onto that and improving the tooling and the ui ux is just going to bring a significant amount more users onto bitcoin and other collections we're seeing we saw the saudis they've inscribed a 555 inscription on bitcoin sappy seals just announced that they're doing it as well that they're going to do it too. obviously the gods that everyone's aware of and i expect many other kind of Big name brand collections going to do that as well, but it'll be good to see, obviously there are a couple of but it'll be good to see ordinal original collections develop and grow. And I'm sure we will over time. So that's also what I'm excited to see, ordinal original kind of projects and collections develop on their own and not just bridge from other chains.
5: Yeah, something I agree and something that I like about Xverse is it's going to enable that. The crowd that I am hoping to rally around Bitcoin ordinals, they don't like so many existing Bitcoin wallets because they're bad for privacy. And so the thing about Xverse, it's like this fresh Bitcoin wallet that doesn't have all this baggage and years of being bad actors and being a bad wallet. So I see Xverse as like great UX, very pro Bitcoin, but also now offering this tool that I hope will bring on my shadow friends into this world. That's all.
2: Yeah, well said. I think to that point, even the gaming side, right? I personally think that there are going to be some limitations, right? What we can do on Bitcoin in terms of gaming. But it's actually very interesting because I don't know if you guys saw the founder of Gaku, right? Which is basically they're building games or like AAA games and connected to Ethereum right now. But basically, they're already working on their own node. They actually want to do inscriptions and they want to give every single one of their holders, also a Bitcoin ordinal. And I'm not sure how they're going to connect it to, let's say their games in the future, or this is just following the train hype and just like want to be part of it. But certainly there is a lot of these developments and there's a lot of attention now being put on Bitcoin. And that means that a lot of more developers are going to join and going to build amazing stuff, right? So it's not going to be just experts, but there's going to be gamma, there's going to be other guys. And, and basically that's going to just make the ecosystem better more robust and allow us to onboard more people. So I think this is super exciting.
0: Yeah, so we've been talking a lot about several use cases for ordinals with art and music as mentioned. I would be curious to dive a bit deeper into what other use cases ordinals are unlocking for the Bitcoin economy. Jamil, I think especially it'd be great to hear from you what you, how you see the future of Bitcoin NFTs developing.
3: Yeah, I think we've already started to see some of the kind of, artifact level things happen so far regarding the preservation of information especially. I think though that what what non-fungible assets enable, I think of it as like a protocol layer, almost like the foundation on which you can build stuff like ownership, gaming, as Ragnar mentioned, stuff like identity, stuff like reputation. And I think we're at this stage right now where we're trying to figure out what all these primitives are, right? And how you actually build the bedrock and the foundation on which you start to build up these higher level concepts. So what we're focused on right now is like, how do you get that like basic level of tooling? How do you create stuff like individual inscriptions? How do you group them into collections and establish provenance for those? How do you do things like, we'll potentially look at the non-transferable ones as well. So I think right now it's basically trying to figure out basically what are those basic use cases that you can then compose and build on top of. And you saw that in ETH too, where you started with some very basic things like just mapping ownership and metadata and identity. And then you see much more complex things come off of it like financialization, trading, loans, and all of that stuff. And I think it's almost like a pyramid of needs or pyramid of composition. I think crypto in general, regardless of whether you're on Bitcoin or ETH, it's limited by the fact that it's almost like an insular economy right now and doesn't have as many connections to the real physical world. And I think that's where you might see some bigger unlocks of capabilities as well as when we can tie non-fungible ownership, asset ownership to real-world asset ownership as well.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Jamil, you just mentioned a couple of these things. Can you shed some light on what can we expect from Gamma in the near future in terms of the tooling and stuff like that? and even something related to the artists, right? Because we discussed how can we onboard more artists? And I know that you guys at Gamma are actually working with a lot of artists and you have already onboarded many of them that were not in NFTs, you brought them into NFTs. So can you comment on that and what you guys are prioritizing right now? Yeah,
3: for sure. I think when it comes to a marketplace or a platform like Gamma, we basically don't exist without creators, whether that's artists or even like startups like Block Survey, they released an NFT collection on our platform It wasn't about art. It was about software subscriptions or BNS, which is not about art. It's about identity. But regardless, like without creators, without people who make art, without people who make tools, without people who make software, we don't exist, right? We're nothing. We recognize that as a marketplace, we're here to facilitate the connection between creators and users, right? That's our role. And we have to serve both of those communities. It's not about us. And so that's really how we approach our roadmap and what we're trying to build. So first, that's why we launched the inscription service first, and then now we're going to have some creator tools for larger collections coming out within the next couple of days to a week. And then going even beyond that, obviously, everybody is talking about the ability to trade these things. We want to make sure we do it in the right way, so we're ruling out a custodial solution. We're never going to custody your assets in any sort of trusted way. And we also, at least for our initial product, we're going to do it like all on L1. So we want to make sure we do everything in the right way and make sure that a marketplace experience is seamless from start to finish and embodies that ethos of Bitcoin, that you shouldn't have to trust anybody. You should be able to do things in a generalizable way that's open to everybody. I don't like this idea of asking permission from people to launch your collection or to list something for sale. So we're really trying to build toward that, even if it takes a week or two longer. That, that's our goal.
0: Super exciting. Thanks so much for sharing, Jamil. On, Have you heard anything interesting or or Ken, the spaces that you guys have been listening in on that's being developed
2: yeah and actually this is something that is highly relevant to x as well and so maybe ken can speak to it into more detail but i am personally very excited for more features related to allowing collections or people that want to buy ordinals send ordinals and just do some let's say trading basically allowing for that right because this kind of stuff doesn't exist yet or Obviously, people are trying, launching some sort of MVPs. And I think in the next week or two, we're going to see more marketplaces, more swap type of features and auctions potentially. And so I definitely think that's going to enable more liquidity to come into the space. And then we will see like how the market will behave. But I'm definitely excited to hear that. And Ken, maybe you can speak to that, how we're also approaching it at XWords and what we want to enable.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think having trustless swaps for Bitcoin ordinals is going to be a huge unlock, then you're basically opening up a a huge market and all these ordinals that have been inscribed already become liquid. And that's just going to get a lot more attention and the entire space is going to grow. So we're working with a couple of projects on how to unlock this. Uh, There's a few solutions proposed, including using partially signed Bitcoin transactions and working on it and stay tuned.
0: Fantastic. I see we have a few guests who've come up on stage to ask some questions. Hustle, would you like to start?
2: Cool. Yeah, I just wanted to say I've been using Xverse the last couple of days, and it's been really nice, really helpful. I feel like the flow is very similar to like MetaMask, so it's going to be great for onboarding people that are already familiar with ETH. One of the things I really wish it had was the ability to transfer ordinal inscriptions So I was just curious, approximately, how long is the wait going to be until that
1: feature is added? And then also, how long until ordinal inscriptions are added to the mobile version of the app? Thanks. I can tell you, Mobile Vision is coming very soon, in a number of days. And transfers, we're working on it right now, and it should hit in the next couple weeks.
0: We're always bothering Ken in our in our team when Ken is our things are coming out. Our engineering team we really have to give it to them. They're continually working on so many exciting features, and you should definitely check out our roadmap as well. Ordinals is something that we added on even just the past week. It wasn't initially anticipated in our roadmap, so you should definitely check out all the other amazing, incredible updates that are coming very soon to Xverse. Also. One of the most exciting being a BNS. So if you guys don't have your Bitcoin usernames, Bitcoin domains, definitely check those out. We have some really key updates coming there. Actually, Ken, do you want to drop the alpha?
1: Yeah, we're looking to ship the ability to transfer Bitcoin using BNS names. So instead of copying pasting addresses and then having to check that you got the correct one, you can type in a BNS name and be able to transfer Bitcoin, real Bitcoin not rapid coin, using just the name
0: cyber Kevin you're up
2: hi I had a one technical question and then one overall question are you guys gonna need to rely on the stacks side layer at all for any of this with your wallet and then second is there any interest in any sort of wallet to wallet chat features I'm the CTO
5: of a company we're looking to build in BNS and the ordinal side of things looking for any conversation around that as well thanks
2: I think the answer to your first question, Kevin, is we're Bitcoin wallet first. We actually started with the thesis that we want to build the best, most advanced Bitcoin wallet in the world. We have been working on it for close to 2 years already. And yes, we do support stacks because stacks unlock certain other functionalities like the BNS names and even NFTs that are anchored to Bitcoin and many other things that we're building. But yeah, we're natively Bitcoin wallet so we don't have to rely on stacks for ordinals etc. We may rely on them for specific functionalities that will require smart contracts, maybe. That's basically how we stand right now.
1: Ken, go ahead. Yeah, so in order to get trustless swaps on Bitcoin, we don't necessarily need to have advanced smart contracts as offered by Stacks. So I think that's doable without Stacks. But if you want to maybe have even more advanced functionality with smart contracts, potentially have to use Stacks. Everything is still in consideration. We'll see how everything goes.
3: Yeah, on the gamma side, at least, we're going to push as much as we can to get as much done if it's possible on L1. We're going to do it on L1. And as soon as we start hitting the limits of what's possible on L1, then we'll start approaching things with stacks. But I think at least for our roadmap, like we haven't even begun to discover what you can do with L1. Like People are still exploring what's possible with, with PSPTs and and it's still quite early. Like we've already been workshopping how auctions would work and how other things like reverse Dutch auctions, bids, offers. And it turns out there's actually more that you can do than you would think at first glance. So we're trying to push as far on that path as possible. But of course, we're going to hit limitations with scalability. We're going to hit higher fees. We're going to hit slower block confirmation times. So it's always something we're keeping the door open to as we build it out.
2: Yeah, and Kevin, I know you asked the second question you were asking about if we're building some sort of wallet-to-wallet chat or if we're open. Feel free to shoot me a DM, and we can have a conversation and see if we can do something together, if it's viable for us, or maybe even point you in the right direction. So feel free to shoot me a DM, and we can take it offline.
0: Rodner, I see you have a hand raised.
5: Yeah, it was in response to Jamil's question. He partly answered it, but I wanted to see Ken and Jamil. My question is about scaling, Xverse, and then Gamma. For scaling, how do you guys see what will have to be on like layer two, what should be on layer two and why?
1: Yeah, so I think right now there's still a lot of room on the Bitcoin block space, every block. So it's still okay with the amount of volume we have for inscriptions. But I think eventually, if you have a lot of transactions for payments happening, DeFi, then it's going to get really expensive to make inscriptions. Just to give you an example, in 2018, the BNS system, which at the time was a completely layer one system, so Bitcoin only, you register names by paying Bitcoin and the Bitcoin fees went up to 100, 200 sats per byte. A couple of weeks ago, it was only like one or two sats. And with Ordinals, I think it went to 20 sats or something like that. So that's a huge increase in fees. And if you wanted to register a name, it would cost like 100 US dollars, which it just didn't make any sense, right? If you're onboarding users to your app, and then the first thing you ask them to do is, can you pay $100 to get a username? So that BNS system moved to layer two. And I think with Ordinals, it's possible that once another bull market is in full swing on Bitcoin, the fees could get prohibitively expensive, and we would have to move that to a second layer.
0: And it's quite possible that we'll see a similar narrative on Bitcoin as we saw in the Ethereum ecosystem. Once people were feeling the pain of those fees... That's when we start to see these L2s spin out for scalability. Jamil, where can we learn more about Gamma, follow you, keep up with what you're working on? Where can we direct our attention?
3: You can follow us at TryGamma. We'll be releasing a ton of things over the next couple of weeks. You can always follow the latest updates there. We just made an announcement earlier today about supporting collections, so now you can view collections like D-Gods, Ordinal Punks, Bitcoin Punks. You'll be able to view all of those collections and see what's a member of a collection. If you created a collection, you'll be able to submit it for viewing on the site. So we're super excited about that and, and more to come.
0: Fantastic. Thanks for letting us know. We're so excited about everything that's developing with Gamma. And we like to say Xverse and Gamma, we look good together. Really great to be collaborating continually with you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Just wanted to let everyone know that we do want to provide tooling for developers to make the inscription process even easier. So If you are a dev or an artist that's interested, please feel free to reach out, talk to us, let us know what your needs are so we can support you accordingly. We have a fantastic support team in our Discord. Check us out, follow us on Twitter. And then if you want, you can also submit a support ticket through our website, xverse.app. We are building the most advanced and user-friendly Bitcoin wallet. We're doing more than just offering Bitcoin payments and order support. If you check us out, you'll discover the entire Bitcoin ecosystem in one place, including DeFi, other decentralized applications. We have a stacking pool for Bitcoin rewards. That's right. That is real native Bitcoin rewards and all 100% in your control as a non-custodial wallet. If Bitcoin ordinals are new to you, we hope this space was helpful and educational to help onboard you and get you started and feel confident with that process. And of course, if you have any questions, again, DM us or join our community on Twitter or Discord. We're here to help onboard the Web3 community to Bitcoin. So definitely connect with us. Thanks so much again, everyone. Stay tuned and we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. This has been the Own Your Crypto podcast brought to you by Xverse. Our intention with this podcast is to empower you to take charge of your crypto with confidence and get excited for the future of self-custodial finance. If you enjoyed the conversation, please leave us a rating so more people can discover the show. And feel free to share with a friend who's also curious about the future of Bitcoin. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll connect with us on Twitter at XverseApp and see you next time.